This pod is brought to you by Just Write Reader. Is your school looking for decodable texts, phonics continuums, or resources to support reading with families at home over breaks and in times that students are not in school? Just Write Reader is that one-stop shop. Visit Just Write Reader for all the info you need to support your classroom, home, and school literacy needs. On the website, visit the Educators tab and ask for a quote. Be sure to tell them the Modern Principal sent you and you can have a free literacy party pack. We believe in the philosophy behind Just Write Reader and want to get more books in the hands of students everywhere. Visit Just Write Reader today. Hi, this is Karen, and in a few moments, you're going to meet Christy, and we are the Modern Principal. We are just two elementary principals on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools today, as we use our voice to steer the next generation of leaders in education, regardless of their role. We like to keep this pod short, sweet, simple, straight to the point, a bite-sized bit of PD you can tackle on your way to or from school each day. Each week in the pod, we take a real-life scenario sent to us from listeners. This week, we are tackling all things staff communication. Thanks for joining. Hey, hi, Karen. What is going on, Christy? Oh, nothing, just... We're almost into February. Yeah, this we is, are in February. Yeah, we are. Not almost. It officially is. This, I just had that conversation with my staff today where I was like, and we need to make sure that we keep our expectation, expectations high because do you know what today is? And then everybody's just like, what? Huh? Like, it's February. And do you know what February is? The hardest month of the year. Angry adult season. <laughs> That's what February is. And everything is due for principals. Like, you, you put that in our post today. Yeah, literally. like, literally, our budgets, our summatives, our evals, yeah. our budgets for this year, our budgets for, for next, next year. year. Yeah, everything. <sighs> but we got it. This is kind of funky because we are recording at night, which is not our MO. It's not, but we have snow day tomorrow, so. I uh, gave blood for the first time yesterday. Oh, good. There is a need. Are you one of the universal givers? I don't know yet. I get my... I'm like, you don't I'm know like, your blood type? I don't. I, I even asked. I was like, am I going to get my blood type? Because I feel like a woman in her 30s should know that. Yes! <laughs> Although I don't know mine. I just know it's not a universal, universal. giver. And... Um, I keep sharing it with everyone, one, because it's on my 2022 resolutions list to give, to donate blood regularly. And so okay. I need everybody to know that I'm accomplishing my resolutions because you know I need that external Also, you're giving validation. to others and it doesn't count if you don't talk about it, nope, right? it sure doesn't. Yep. But two, we do have a national blood crisis. Like, I guess the, Red, Cro- the Red Cross has, like, never, like, said that before, that we're in a crisis, Whoa. from my understanding. Go get blood, people! And so it, it really is important to give blood, so... And it's really easy, even if you black out a little bit like I did, they mm-hmm. take very good care of they you. They give you lots of cookies and orange juice, don't they? Yeah, I had four packs of fruit snacks. Yeah. And um, it wasn't even that bad to pass out. My husband gets a voicemail. <laughs> did you pass out all the way? No, I mean, I was blacking out. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am. Really? I think I'm blacking out. Did you yeah. not eat that day? No, I did, but I just. I'm worried. They just take, I don't know, I just can't handle it, I guess. you got a tiny little frame. Mm-hmm, I don't Petite think that's little money. I don't think that's it. My husband gets voicemails from them weekly because he's a universal giver. Yeah, he really needs to go. He he did. I forced Good. it. <laughs> so, if you're out there, this is not an ad, but a plea. For oh, yeah, felt- we are sponsored yeah. by <laughs> the Blood Banks of America. <laughs> no, this is a plea from your fellow U.S. citizens to please that's donate blood. That's good. Yes, do it, do it. What else is new? Nothing. I'm just rolling. I have. I <laughs> yeah. Me too. We have snow days tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. 
It's exciting. But Christy and I are the lucky ones that get to still go to work on snow days. Yeah, we still do. Welcome to the life of principaling. Um, I had a funny story this week. So my building houses our district behavior program, as mm-hmm. you know, Christy. Yes. But as some of our listeners may not. And um, I don't know who all out there knows this about me. I don't think we've talked about it on the pod. <laughs> it's kind of a deep secret. I'm like a reformed mean girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I have... Some things in my... I have a record from school <laughs> for some instances with my lippy voice. Yes. And some... Maybe some physical altercations in school. <laughs> like, I'm not... Anyways, I'm reformed now. But... However... One of my strengths is working with current mean girls and helping them work through that. <laughs> because I really understand their ML... And their drive to be what they are. And I really feel like they can relate that to me. So we have a, a girl in that program who's getting ready. She's been doing really good. So we start pushing her out into the reg ed classrooms a little bit more. And she was talking to one of the other boys in that class. And she was like, this is the teacher I'm going to go to his classroom. I'm really nervous. And it's like one of our male teachers. And the student goes, oh, he's really nice. And she goes, oh, no, I'm scared of, of boy teachers. And he goes, Oh, no, the ladies in this building are way meaner than the dudes. And I just thought that was a really great. And he's like, "You have you met Miss Hyle? And she has met you because when she has something mean to say. I'm in her plan. When she needs to be a mean girl, she's supposed to keep it in her mouth, raise her hand, come find me, and then she can say whatever she wants behind closed doors. No judgment. I close the door. She says whatever she wants. And a lot of times she'll just stare at me. She tries to get you engaged. She's like, don't you agree? What did you, like, seriously, that was crazy when she did that. And I was like, I don't answer. I just listen. (laughs) And then we talk about what you can do instead. So, anyways. That's really cute. Being a mean girl. You're a girl's girl. I am. I love it. Okay. Speaking of mean girls, yes, let's talk about staff communication. Let's talk about because some it. people can be mean girls when they communicate, but not us. No. Um. So here is our scenario for this week. All right. So every week we get like we do actually get legitimate scenarios. We guys. do, but we put pseudonyms and we try to do because Christy loves alliteration. We try to match the fake name with the fake place. Yeah, but Karen has started to really branch out globally, and we do not have that type of audience yet. So. Uh, according to my <laughs> insights, we do have three people from Australia. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this is Danielle from Denmark. Yes. She says, I'm a new principal, and the number one thing the staff said they're looking for in the principal is communication. That is so broad. What do they mean by that, and how do I do that? Thanks, gals. No prob, Danielle from Denmark. We've got it. That is true. I do hear that a lot, that staff say the number one thing they're looking for is a principal who communicates. Yep. But that is also very broad. You're right, Danielle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. Because we've talked about this before. We've talked about how support looks so different for every educator. Yes. And so it's really hard when teachers say they want support. And communication, it's a little bit more concrete, but at the same time, like, you can feel like you're doing a really good job and there's a huge disconnect. I will say the number one thing I learned from the first time I did, like, a PD is I thought I was so clear. Yes. And then 45 different messages left the Mm -hmm. library. So (laughs) prepare yourself. No matter what you think you're doing, no matter how much research you do, your clarity can always be improved. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The good thing is, is there is a lot of research around what, like, tips for communication, right? Yeah, yeah. And so one place that I got a lot of information this week was that the... That like a really good segue. I, like, I it. was really good. It was not um, intentional, it was but really I was good. really proud of it. 
But I did get a lot of information from the National School Public Relations Association. And if you've never been there, I would encourage you to go to their site. And you can actually download like a full um, booklet. booklet. And it has all these rubrics about communication. And it's really for like your PR professionals for your district. But we know that a lot of you play that role and don't necessarily. We all play that role regardless of the size of our district. But some of you truly play it because you don't even have that role in your district. It is really helpful. We bought it for a class. Yeah, I think it's only like 50 or 60 bucks, which if uh-huh. you use, you know, um, you can use district funds for that, obviously. And it has all these rubrics and all these ideas. But one thing that I found really interesting that it said there was that research shows that 55% of employees inform their perceptions about their organization based on what their leaders say and do. Woo! Then the next highest of their perception of the organization is 30% of what employees experience, and then 15% on formal communications like newsletters and emails. Mm. So you have a huge chunk of employee perceptions coming from what leaders are saying and doing, which is communication, and what leaders are likely writing and newsletters and emails. It's a huge part of perception. Yes, for those of you um, working on your first grade math, that's 70%. 50, 55 plus 50. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the 70%. You were, you were doing the addition. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's, so over two-thirds of what people. Oh, oh my gosh, now you're into like fourth grade math. You guys, um, I'm smart in graduating <laughs> elementary math. Um, yeah, that's intense. And I think that, I think that people underestimate what, like the skills of communication, like is I mean, you and I clearly love to talk. Mm-hmm, but that's apparently not just what communication is. No. <laughs> and Nora is like, every time I think I am going to say something clearly, it doesn't come across as clear as I want. Yeah. So there's a lot of prep work you can do and thinking behind it. Yeah. There were eight, um, like, primary components um, of essentially, like, the internal employee um from the NSPRA. Yeah, sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought. Um, but one of those components was leadership and management communications. So strictly like the information that's coming from leaders and managers. And then the other that I thought was really pertinent to this scenario was managing information overload. And oh. so as we kind of go through system and soul, I'll try to piece in some of the pieces that were from the rubrics because there's all these oh my rubrics. Gosh, what great communication yes. style. So there's all these pieces from these rubrics that show what is like high level communication and what is low level or not quite their communication. That makes sense. All right. So let's go into some system things. Like I think when I first think of communication, I do probably think more of the written. Yeah. That's the first thing I think about <laughs> is my Friday focus. For sure, because that's a system that you can put in place. It's really easy to organize what comes from the office, the managerial stuff. What's, and it's, it's, what's the day-to-day, yeah, it's so what's easy. all that? What, yeah, the schedule for the week, what's coming up, what meetings are being hosted. I always put two when I'm out of the building. Yeah, um, me staff too. Really, I think staff appreciate knowing when you're in and out. Um, and you and I have used different formats and styles. Yeah. Used Google Docs, Google Sheets. Christy's used everything I'm Google. Using, yep. I'm using a Google site right now, which is pretty, which is one thing that NSRPA, I'm saying all those letters wrong. <laughs> and the, 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 the but it does say to make sure you have some sort of like an employee intranet. Um, and uh-huh. like having that. Where you house. Yeah. Your internal housing, which. That makes sense. And, you know, 
we've we've had ours in place since I started. Like we we're a Google school or whatever. But it has taken me a couple of years to really focus training staff on mm-hmm. where everything is. And I know we both devote a lot of time in our PDs. And that was another the thing from the, the rubrics was to make sure that not only do you put the internet and the Friday focus in place, but really taking time to train and teach your staff. This is how I will be communicating. This is where you can find information. Nice. You know what I love? When I didn't see a rubric ahead of time and I'm already nailing it. You already are. I love that. You really are. Um, And I think that that's an easy fix that any principal can make if staff are struggling to feel like they know what's going on. Just work on that piece. Um, Christy, we both try not to send multiple emails. Correct. Yeah. We both keep a spot in our planners for anything that comes up during the week that we know we need to or want to address in the Friday focus. Yep. Um, That way we're not sending multiple whole staff emails during the week. Right. So that feels like some like really basic, basic level communication. Yes. However, if you go into a building that hasn't had a Friday focus in the past, they think think it's amazing. Yeah, I know. So easy. It's an easy fix to help your teams know what's going on. It also creates transparency. And I do think from the soul side, that's important. That is a really important piece about creativity. Creativity? Communication. (laughs) Um, Is that making sure that you're being transparent and making sure that you're communicating. You're not hiding things. Yep. Yep. One of the other things from that same organization was making sure you have lots of opportunities for in-person um, mm-hmm. feedback, or not feedback, but in-person dialogue, whether that's like a staff meeting or like one-on-one meetings, whatever it is. Yes. But sometimes I think, I even struggle with this because you want to give the gift of time, and I have so often like canceled staff meetings as a gift of time, mm-hmm. but that in-person time is also really, really important. It is. And so it's a fine balance of... That is the catch-22 of administration, I yes. feel like. Everything is, yes, yes. catch-22. <laughs> and sometimes... You know how important the face-to-face is, but others don't, and you and still don't. have to do it. Yep. It's like sometimes, I mean, this sounds condescending, and I don't mean it that way, but it's kind of like parenting. Like, you know the research behind you guys have to be together sometimes. Yeah. You have to be able to hear from one another, to team build, to collaborate. So sometimes you just have to do yeah. it. Um, I do you- feel like there's so many memes out there about staff meetings <laughs> and what should have gone in an email. Been an email. So that is something I really try. If we're going to get together, I do try to value that it's not information giving, that our staff meetings are either we're learning, we're collaborating, um, or we're doing some team building. Like, I really try to do that. I start each of our staff mem- meetings with what I'd call, like, the three C's, and we do um, – connect so we do some sort of a connection activity which we'll actually have we're working on something to oh yeah get you know put on our website for sale or maybe even our subscription that's coming up hey, soon subscription. um but so we do a connection activity we do celebrations and then we do a commitment for um the pd we do about five to ten minutes of updates like i have every committee do a quick update about what their last committee meeting yep, was we do that um, or any building-wide things and any data towards, like, our SIP goals. And then we move into the professional development side of things and the collaboration. Way to go. Um, thinking about, so one of the things I thought about as I was, like, brainstorming. So communication, I feel like we talked about the written a little bit and how to, like, keep what's coming from the office and the building day-to-days clear. But the soul side, like, what are some of the, um, like... I don't know, the unwritten rules of communication that you have to be really good at. 
one thing that I found when I was kind of brainstorming and reflecting on the interweb is I found a website that talked about visibility is communication. And I thought that was oh, really powerful. Yeah, that's really good. That where you spend your time mm-hmm. shows where you spend your priorities. Mm-hmm. And going back to what you found about like 30% of 50, mm-hmm. 75, 80, yeah. 100 million percent of people, what the leader says and do, does yes, is really is communication how they... is also what you do. Yeah, that's a really good one. Thank you. I'm done now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think for the soul side, one thing that I had to learn throughout was how to have, this sounds really dumb because I feel like a relational person, but I struggled in the beginning of how to be relational and a professional and someone's boss. Yes. And so that would be like being authentic. Yeah. Being I authentic really to you. struggled to be authentic in the beginning and... Once I let my guard down a little bit, my relationships improved a lot. And, like, once I acted yeah. like me and, like, silly and I'm not, like, hyper, hyper, but I can be kind of hyper and Yeah, we're, we're, like, whatever. <laughs> we're, like, young Gen Zers. <laughs> we're so young. Wait, Gen Zers are not hyper. They're just, like, whatever. Yeah, they're not hyper. More, uh, like, high-strung, anxiety-ridden millennial. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's the ticket. Did I ever tell you, so my, one of my old bosses, I really liked him. He was, a, like, a jovial guy, really funny, laid back. His advice to me when I got my first job was, don't show that side of you. Mm-hmm. Like, the squirrely, the silly, the goofy side. He's like, they will not, people won't respect you. I wonder if that advice would be given to a man. I think that's really interesting. <laughs> I really did find that the more I was myself, the better leader I became. The more respected I was and the better decision making I made and the more honest staff were with yeah, me. Yeah, I don't think respect is earned by if you're goofy with your team or not. I think respect is earned by what you're doing in the trenches yes. and what you do day to day and how you show up. Yeah, because you can be goofy and serious about a serious situation. Absolutely. I can be like supporting a really hard kid with behavior, but sometimes you do just have to laugh at, right. <laughs> at the absurdity. Absolutely. And so. One of the things that I thought was really helpful about communication is kind of like what you were saying, but like I feel like everybody needs to figure out what their blind spots are. Mm-hmm. I don't have any, so... You're perfect. Yep. But, like, I have a couple teachers on staff that we joke about, like, fix your face. Mm-hmm. Like, some people just don't have a poker face. And so that will communicate a lot to people mm-hmm. if you don't. Your, your face right now <laughs> is not good. It's, it's fake and I can see it. But, um, like, mine, you know, clearly reformed me, girl. I struggle girl. with gossip. So I have to work very hard. And... And this is something, like, I've been honest with um, people about this, too. Like, I've been in the same building for eight years now. Yeah. So it's really a lot easier for me to speak off the cuff, be a little yeah. more off the record. And I really, you know, that's not the best thing to do as the leader. Like, I don't speak about my staff members to each other's backs no, by no, any no, means. No. But I might just share my opinion a little more exactly. quickly yep. than yep. I normally would. Yep. And and you have to remember that nothing you say is usually off the record as an administrator. Oh, God, no. Um, so... That's definitely something to take into consideration with your communication. Mm-hmm. One other thing um, that I found was that um, the test was, and this really spoke to my soul, the test of good communicators is how you handle the less than desirable situations. So not how you handle a professional development, 
But how do you handle professional development when your audience is being difficult or everyone mm-hmm. looks really mad to be there? Mm-hmm. Or not how you talk to a parent necessarily, but how do you handle when a parent is yelling yep. in your front office? Or, you know, there have been situations when staff members will Raise confront their someone in the middle of, a you know, a large group setting or something yep. like that. Yep. And so do you... Do you handle, do you approach the difficult conversations or do you shy away from them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you hold everyone to the same expectations? Are you clear about those expectations? Yeah. And playing favorites is a really fast way to have your communication compromised. Agreed. So making sure that you are, you'll naturally click with some people more than others. And that's obviously normal, but making sure that you're still treating everyone with the same dignity, respect, and you're valuing everyone's. Right, and that goes back to even something as simple as, like, are you having small talk with everyone Mm -hmm. in your building? Yep, because small talk is easier with some people than others. Right, you just have more things in common. Yeah. But are you being intentional about, am I speaking to every staff member? Do I have inside jokes with multiple staff members? I've, I've had leaders who only have inside jokes with male sports fanatics. Oh, you know what I mean? And you're really good at the sports. I'm so good at the sports. <laughs> I think do we, that with that ball. We had the that we had people over for the game on Sunday. I was like, so is this like the game that decides who goes to the Super Bowl? And everyone's like, yeah, Christy. Oh my god, my poor <laughs> husband was over here without me. Um, yeah, I agree with that completely. I think to another, the last thing I'll say is a really quick way to deter. Um, trust in your communication is lack of Mm follow-up. And that's one thing that I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. It's it's so hard to follow up. Not even... Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you run out of time. (laughs) Sometimes you're... Like, sometimes I'm literally laying home at 8 o'clock at night and I'll send an email like, oh, I forgot to tell you. Remind me to talk to you about so-and-so in the morning. Yeah. Um, But it's really important, especially with student behaviors, Mm -hmm. that you loop around, follow up, and then I even find it's really important to share your rationale behind your decisions. Yes, that's really important. That was actually also in the rubric. Oh my gosh, I did it again! You are just a communication queen. I mean, I think because we had that glitch in the middle and it stopped recording and we don't really have a timer anymore, that I have no idea how long this pod is. Probably like 85 minutes. You're welcome for all this, PD. Yes. All right. We should wind it up. We have more to say, but we can wrap it up. Karen, what is our from the desk of the modern principal? I liked it. I liked this. It's from the Center for Creative Leadership, and it said, "When you're thinking about communicating, forget all about eloquence. Just worry about being real. Keep it real." I liked that because sometimes people rehearse and practice, but no, 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 no. Just no. do you, boo. But you could also rehearse and practice in your own voice. <laughs> and make sure you move your arm around and like talk like a Napoleon Dynamite because that's what Christy does. This is all more right. Alexis. That's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our we podcast. We hope you enjoyed our yes. pod. If you did, share us. Yes, please do. Be sure to subscribe to the pod to get them as soon as they drop. And follow us on Instagram at The Modern Principal and find more at themodernprincipal.com. Bye, everybody. Bye.